1: Hello, I didn't see you there. I was too busy looking for ghosts. Not real ghosts, but the ghost decorations for the research library scare a kid into reading program. That's where we get local third graders and then lock them in the library overnight and set up all sorts of haunted... I I want to say traps, but that's not exactly right. In any event, we scare them so much that all they can do is learn to love reading. It's fun. But that reminds me of today's sponsor. Today, we're excited to tell you about The Way We Haunt Now, a light-hearted horror audio drama about friendship, found family, and fighting the narratives that try to define us, even in the afterlife. Oh, and ghosts. There are lots of ghosts. You can hear the complete first season and catch up to the second season right now. Ooh, spooky! It's a wonderful show about love, loss, hope, and yes, ghosts. There's no need to bust out your Ouija board to hear more from The Way We Haunt Now. Episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts and you can also visit www.hauntnowpod.com for information about the cast and crew, content warnings, and transcripts. Thanks so much to The Way We Haunt Now for their support. Stay tuned right now to hear an episode. I don't know what to do. I don't
2: know what to do. I don't I don't, do. I don't know what to do 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 Please somebody tell me what to do
0: The Way We Haunt Now, Episode 5, The Haintervention.
3: We usually try to intervene sooner. Send a mentor to the newest ghosts as they arrive. Give them support and guidance and context. Help them rebuild the skills they need to exist successfully and happily. Show them where to channel their confusion "'and their rage. "'That sort of thing. "'It doesn't always work "'because not everyone is willing to break from tradition "'or rage or need "'or whatever is driving them to haunt. "'Not everyone is willing to embrace the unknown "'and aim for something better. "'But we do what we can. "'With Frankie, though, "'things were different. "'She wasn't technically a new ghost.' She'd been dead for 120 years. She'd been a ghost for 120 years. She'd just been hibernating for most of that time. So she slipped through the cracks of our notice and caught someone else's attention in the process.
4: Guys, I just found our next case.
5: Where to this time, boss? Ahem. And non-binary comrades. Sorry. Thank you. You were saying?
4: Let me know where and when. I'll bring the weapons.
5: Nick, for the millionth time, we don't need weapons. We need weapons. We need weapons.
4: And we're not going far.
5: This one's right in our own backyard.
4: What, like Medford?
5: What's with your obsession with Medford, man?
4: No, not Medford. Eugene.
5: Seriously? Seriously. What have they got going on there? The ghost of some pothead getting everyone high?
4: Sometimes I forget you're a townie. This place ain't all roses and spliffs, Danny. Some real shit happened here. We'll find out. But it's looking like it's not just a ghost.
5: What is it, then? Is it two ghosts?
4: Bro, tell me it's a poltergeist. I think.
5: Cass, enough with the suspense already. Don't leave us hanging, man.
4: Come on. I think it might be a poltergeist. I'll pack the shotgun, rock salt, and rosemary.
5: We don't need weapons. You got a death wish, Myrtle? Because I'd like to live to livestream another day, you know?
4: Bring whatever supplies you see fit. We'll head out this weekend if her monitoring keeps indicating that there's a presence there.
5: I, for one, am bringing Cheez-Its and a hand recorder.
4: And you said we don't need weapons. Those things are lethal.
5: What? Hand recorders?
4: (sighs) You knew what I meant.
2: I visited Eulalie at the hospital again today. She still isn't awake. A coma, the doctors called it. The word sets my heart racing in the worst way. It calls to mind the way grandmother seemed to turn into a wax doll overnight when I was a child, lapsing into a slumber that never truly ended. Have I killed her, then? This woman whose passion for tinkering recalled me to life well, not life, but awareness. Because I think, phonograph, that I might have killed her, even though she's still breathing. Shouldn't I feel, if not triumphant, never triumphant, at least successful, dutiful? If a ghost's purpose is to haunt, haven't I fulfilled that purpose? Shouldn't I be exempt from this gnawing feeling in a stomach I no longer truly have? The painful palpitations of my heart, the grief and guilt and confusion... And even if there is no grace, no measure at least of numbness, for those bound to perform this ghoulish duty, shouldn't the completion of a haunting be marked by some change? Am I to move on to some new haunting? Or am I to be forced to wait here until Eulalie truly dies? Am I to be forced to wait here forever? No further purpose, no further usefulness... No further. Anything. I don't think I can bear it. Not again.
4: Holy shit, the neighbor nearby forums are lighting up.
5: Poltergeisty stuff? Duh, Danny. I don't think Cass would be texting us in the middle of the night if the neighbor nearby people were chatting it up about leaf blowing services and yard sales.
4: He better not. Oh, it's poltergeisty stuff all right. Strange rattling and groaning at all hours. The mail carrier's afraid to even go near the place. Dogs won't so much as lift a leg nearby. Gross. Cool. cool. Looks like this weekend's going to be a go, but I'll keep you posted.
5: During business hours, please.
6: Mary, you'll never guess what I found.
3: Another stray? We have 16 wraith raccoons in this house, Lotta, and I honestly don't know if I can take another one.
6: No. Well, yes, I... I am attempting to convince a small spectral labradoodle to come home with me, but she's not ready yet, and, and that's not the point. I was trying to tell you about the new human ghost.
3: Human ghost? There haven't been any recent deaths.
6: I know. Well, then how? I, I'm not sure, but I do know that there's a poltergeist brewing up in the South Hills. I was haunting an abandoned schoolyard over there and... The one people use
3: as an unofficial dog park? Lotta, you know you're playing fast and loose with the rules when you get the living dogs to play chase with you and freak their humans out.
6: Yes, yes, I know, but again, not the point. I noticed a sort of faint... wailing, groaning, creaking, crashing sound... And I followed it for a few blocks until I found this house. A duplex. Really nice looking. And I, I peeked into the window and there she was. A frail thing in a big poofy gown. More sound than substance, really. A big poofy gown? Like a prom dress? You know, when you narrow your eyes like that, you look like Clint Eastwood. And no, not like a prom dress. Like, a uh, an old-fashioned fancy dress. An old ghost,
3: then. But we would have noticed if a ghost that old had been hanging around. But we didn't. And it's not like poltergeists can just pop into a new town on holiday. It's weird, right? Very weird. You said brewing just now. What
6: did you mean by that? It's just... I got the sense that she wasn't fully poltergeisty yet, if you know what I mean. She's not fully bound to the house yet. Uh Uh-uh. I don't think so, anyway.
3: Then we don't have time to waste. Track down Josie, will you? I'll gather supplies. Aye, aye, Captain...
6: Josie, are you in there? Can I come in? We've got a weird situation on our hands. Mary asked me to get you.
7: What do you mean by weird?
6: There's a poltergeist brewing in the South Hills. And she's super old, but also new at the same time.
7: (sighs) I was just finishing up my Crowley costume for Comic-Con. But... I suppose I can take a break?
6: Alistair, or that guy from that one TV show, or...
7: I'm not going to dignify that with a response, but I've been meaning to ask if you think the newest raccoon, Elmer, right, would be interested in going as a Ziraphale.
6: Maybe. I can ask for you.
7: Much appreciated.
6: Anyway, Mary says we don't have much time. She said she'd gather the supplies.
7: After you, then.
3: What we're witnessing is a -a once-in-a-lifetime sight. A poltergeist in the process of forming, bonding with its building. Mary! Once the bond is formed, it can never be broken. At least, not that we know of. Which is why it's important to stop this as soon as possible. It's not that poltergeists are bad, it's just that the situations that lead to them are believed to be negative, and the formation is usually torturous. And, well, who wants to be trapped in a house for the rest of eternity?
7: Mary, you're narrating again. I think it's safe to say we're both aware of the fact that a poltergeist isn't a moral classification. Cut it out, will you?
3: Sure. Sure. Sorry. It's just fascinating to me that poltergeists have been forming for as long as people have been living in houses, and we still don't know what's actually happening
6: when they form.
7: Yeah, we know. Mind-blowing.
6: Anyway, whatever's happening in there, we don't have much time. It feels like she's getting closer to the house. Merging with it, I mean. Maybe. Are you sure? I can't feel anything.
7: Neither can I.
6: Maybe I can tell the difference because I encountered it earlier, too. Or because I spend a lot of time in this neighbourhood. I don't know. But yes, I'm sure.
7: Hmm. What's the plan here? Barge and guns blazing? What What guns?
6: guns?
7: Kidding. But seriously, what do we do?
6: Well, we don't want
7: to startle her. Won't it startle her if she notices us peeping into her window?
6: Well, yes, but...
3: Hello? Hello? We noticed you're in a bit of distress and we think we can help. Hello?
6: So much for the subtle approach. Shall we join her then? Let's.
3: Hello? Please, come to the door. Only want to help.
0: Hello. This episode of The Way We Haunt Now is written, directed, and produced by Courtney Floyd with voice acting in order of
2: appearance by Eleanor Gray as Frankie. Kira Apple as the narrator.
4: Brad Colebrook as Cass Bromley.
5: Lindsay Zana. Danny, Talmanir
6: as Myrtle,
4: Paul H. Rawlings as Nick,
6: Becca Marcus as Lotta, Kira Apple
3: as
0: Mary Banks,
7: Georgia McKenzie as Josie.
0: Whether you're new to the spirit world or simply a ghost in need of some entertainment, you can visit www.hauntnowpod.com for more episodes, as well as information about our content warnings, transcripts, and links to our social media. Remember to haunt responsibly. Hi there, haunters, haunties, and lucky summer children who have yet to be either. It's Courtney, writer, showrunner, and voice of Eulalie. I'm popping on at the end of this episode to make a couple of quick announcements. First, I want to say thank you for listening. Bringing this show to life with the cast has been an amazing experience, but without people to listen to it, ah, you bring life to this show about death, and for that I thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you can't get enough of our show, I wanted to let you know that you can show your love with merch. Head to hauntnowpod.com slash support for stickers, t-shirts, and more. Another great way to support us is to share our podcast on social media. Pass us on to your friends. Sharing poltergeists is caring poltergeists. I don't know. One of those has to stick. The second announcement is that now that we've reached the middle of season one, we're going to be taking a short break. There will be more details and other things um, in an announcement that comes out next week. But just know that you'll be. Getting new episodes at the end of this month, and we're so excited to share the end of the story for now with all of you. We'll be back to haunting your earbuds in no time. Thanks for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.